Welcome to episode four of Toast and Tea. I'm one of your hosts, Sarah Crawford, and sitting next to me is Tavis. I don't know if he wants me to say his last name, so I'm not going to. We said it last time, didn't we? Yeah, but... Well, go back and listen to that episode and you'll find out. <laughs> it's a secret buried somewhere in the podcast. Um, so Sarah and I have been talking about uh, what a theme of this podcast could be, or if we can make a theme out of what we've been doing. Right, because we're three episodes in and unorganized. Well, we, we're getting organized, which is um, a good addition to the theme we've landed on. Um, and that we feel like we sort of started talking about stuff that happens when you start adult life, which coincidentally, we're doing. So this week we wanted to talk about Moving to new places, which is something that both of us have done. So, new people. All right. (laughs) So we have a little bit of expertise in talking about it. And it's something that we think a lot of our friends um, have done, whether it's moving five miles down the road from where you grew up or across the country, as we have. Indeed. Yeah, I just kind of felt like this was something that... Um, I have talked to you guys a little bit about since you moved out here a year before I did, um, and, like, had to go through all of the shit that you go through when you, like, move across the country from your family and, like, try to figure out what to do with yourself. Um, and I started talking to some other friends and, you know, we do the usual catch up, like, oh my gosh, how, how are you since you moved to this place and you have this job? And everyone's like, oh, great, great. Like, job's good. Everything's cool. And then like the minute somebody actually breaks the barrier, like if you're close friends or whatever, and you're like, well, it's like not what I expected. And I just started hearing from a lot of my friends that they like felt the same way I did. And maybe I wasn't crazy that like becoming an adult, like graduating from college and moving anywhere is just hard because your whole life you grow up in the same system of like your friends are built into school and your life plan is built into like this is how you're gonna you know get in the right honors classes in high school and then you're gonna go to the right college if you get the good grades and then they just like fling you out into the real world without any real like training for all of these things you have to do how are you feeling how many months in are we when did you move i um left home in the beginning of July, I went to San Francisco for a month. That was, like, pretty lonely. And then I moved here, like, first day of August. We got here at, like, midnight. Yeah, we picked you up from San Francisco and drove down the five in the middle of the night. Yeah, and so now it's the beginning of December, so I guess it's been, what, four months? That does feel like a long time ago. Yeah, it feels like ages ago. But... Yeah, basically, um, the idea to talk about this also came from Tavis earlier this week being like, hey, we have to record a podcast, like, what the hell are we going to talk about? And me being like, can we please just postpone, like, I don't have the brain space for this, and like, trying not to like, have a little breakdown in telling And me being like, extremely rigid, (laughs) we have a schedule. Well, no, we had a good conversation because I was just like, I just like... I wanted to do all these things with the blog and the podcast, and I just, like, don't really feel like doing them. And Tavis was like, why is that, Sarah? (laughs) And I was like, well, honestly, I just, 
like I know that I've wanted to be out in Los Angeles for a year and I've watched all of you guys move out here before me and I've seen all of your pictures like it looks like you're having such a wonderful time and being adults and doing all these things and I was so ready to get out of my senior year and I just thought because I wanted this so badly that it would just be like super easy and I would get here and be like this is where I'm meant to be like here I am Los Angeles. We should have talked man. (laughs) (laughs) This is such a cliche but definitely for me and maybe Emily too she can nod in agreement if she feels this way too. (laughs) Um, What we put out on the internet that Mm. first year Mm -hmm. was not even 1% representative well, and I think that's on purpose. Yeah, that's always social media. Like right. you always have to take but especially, people's online I think, presences with a Especially I think for us in that first year because it was so difficult and because I think we felt people watching. Mm. We definitely put out like everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> it's Hollywood. I actually just apologized to my mom on the phone today for like always being stressed out when we talk mm. because I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I just always call you when I like feel bad and like need to talk about things, but I promise I'm doing okay. Like, don't worry too much about me. Yeah, that's another thing too. And I think a lot of people experience it, even if they haven't moved this far, is that when you're forced to become independent and in whatever way that means for you right now uh it's like shocking Mm -hmm. and whether that has to do with distance or a job or something like that um there isn't a reason to like make that smaller than what it is yeah I think I've just been so like emotionally drained lately and I keep feeling like I don't have any reason to be and I'm just, like, not motivated to do anything, but I'm like, well, everything's great. Like, you got out here, you're living with your great friends, you have a job, like, you have no reason to complain. But it is, like, a totally new experience, and I think that's okay to take time to deal with it, even though it really Yeah, sucks and I don't think right you now. need to, I don't think, like, when you're feeling that way, you need to have a reason to be like, yeah. well, everything's, everything appears fine, so why am I feeling this way? There must be a reason. Mm. The reason can just be like, oh, a lot of change has happened in right. four months, like, maybe, like, this is just exhaustion. Yeah. And it could be. But yeah, well... Yeah, we should have talked. Yeah, because you... When you were having those wayward feelings and I was like, I'm probably going to die here. (laughs) Yeah, so like, let's talk a little bit more about like where we both were like a year ago. Okay. Emotionally. Well, I was... Physically, you were in Los Angeles. I was physically in a ditch. (laughs) Physically, that's where I was. (laughs) And yeah, no, I had like a really terrible move to Los Angeles experience like both because of decisions I made and because of like things like I could not control so I didn't decide I was moving here until like maybe a week or two weeks before like I moved here wow (laughs) which sounds crazy because I think probably just even from listening to this even if you don't know me I am like very much a planner (laughs) Like, the, there is always a plan. And something, there was something about my last semester of school and maybe contributing to that, like, I feel like I had to get out of college as quick as I could. Mm-hmm. And I, like, decided to opt out of my last year and just graduate. And although you would think 
being that person, I would also be thinking about like, oh, I wonder what I'll do after May like 18th or whatever it was. I like, did not think about it at all. <laughs> I We were doing News to Me, that web series we met on mm-hmm. that some of you may have heard about. That I at some point talk about I don't know my how. blog yeah. all the fucking time. <laughs> um, and I was so consumed with that. And we were we were having like 12 to 16 hour days working on that all semester in the spring. And like I truly was not thinking about what I was going to do after graduation at all. And then one of my friends who uh, had like gotten an internship out here was like, hey, like I need roommates. Are you going to move to L.A.? And I was like. I guess so. Am I, if you need a roommate. Am I going to move to LA? <laughs> and she was like, uh, uh, so like if you are, uh, I need to know in 24 hours. Oh my God. I was like, uh, am I going to move to LA in 24 hours? <laughs> so <laughs> I like left, um, class and like called my parents and I was like, am I going to move to LA in 24 hours? And I'm like, we don't know. Like do whatever you need to do. So I like got up the next day and texted that person and I was like, I'm going to move. Okay. And then, of course, like, I drove across the country mm-hmm. and got here. And, like, in a week, I was like, I can't do this. Oh, there's, no. like, there's abs- I can't do this at all. Oh, no. And I, like, went to Europe for six weeks instead. Oh, right. <laughs> so, like, I what had a, a really, time. like, like, me, like, tripping over myself start to getting here. That was, like, mm-hmm. totally my fault. Um, so then when I came back here after traveling in September of... What year is it now? It's 2016, so it's it was December. September. Ooh. September 2015. That you hurts. Got All right. Back here. I got back here and I was like, I gotta hit the ground running. I gotta do this. I gotta do the LA thing because oh, now God. I'm an adult and I have to do it. And of course, like, that did not work out at all. Mm-hmm. But we can keep talking about that after I let you talk for a little bit. <laughs> and we can toss the ball back and forth. Well, it's just funny. So, because where were you? Um, a year ago, I was. In the middle of my fall semester of my, or getting close to the end of my fall semester of my senior year. And I was like, I went into it being like, senior year, this is going to be great. Like, all my friends and I are like, single, and this is our big year, like, do it up, girls time. And I like, bought every ticket to every football game. Oh. (laughs) Because it was crazy. Do you like football? I pretended I did for I most say, I of didn't college. I didn't know that you liked football. I pretended I did. I like the atmosphere of sports games, like baseball, football. You like parties. I go for like the food mm. and the drinking and the like the loud, like, yeah, yeah, woohoo, you know, mm. that's, anyway, I was like coming to the end of like this football season where I like felt like I had to go to all the games and it was exhausting. And I was like, Looking at all those pictures of you guys, like, being in California, like, doing anything that wasn't, like, being in Georgia, because I'd been in Georgia my whole life, and since I was, like, five years old, I was like, Mom, I'm gonna move to the big city when I grow up, you know? And so it was just, like, really coming to a, like, culminating point where I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Um, I made, I was always, like, a very good student, um, growing up, and I made, like, my first season Ds, like, multiple of them senior year because I was like these get degrees right all because of our photos no that's you're giving yourself a little too much credit there <laughs> to say if you had zoomed in on those photos that feature was available on Instagram at the time you would have seen that our eyes were dead <laughs> well mine were too um, but just 
I mean, alternatively, or, like, conversely, I would see your stuff and our friend's stuff Mm -hmm. and my friend's stuff that were still in school and was Mm -hmm. like, what did I do? Yeah. Why did I leave? It's funny to think about a year ago being like, oh, my God, I can't believe I bought all these football tickets and I never want to go to a football game again in my life. And then, like... The first weekend of college football season here. Of course, yeah. I, like, saw a glimpse of it on TV, and I was like, guys, I kind of miss Grass it. is greener, man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically my senior year was just, like, I hyped it up a lot in my mind. It's like, this is my big year with all my friends to make these memories, yada, yada. And we, like, all kind of fell apart at the same time, whether oh, it was, like, being too ready to be out in the real world or, like, being very afraid of getting into the real world. Everyone just, like, didn't have a great time, and I was like, I am going to get out of here, and I'm going to be where I'm supposed to be, because I feel like I'm, like, old soul, and I'm just made to, like, work a job and go home and read books, and, like, everything's going to be great in the adult world. Oh, well, we'll check in on that result in a second, (laughs) but, so when you were strutting into football games... (laughs) And, like, flashing your season tickets around. Mm-hmm. Um, we were... Well, we had just... So I had gotten back, and we had just booked an Airbnb for a mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. Which was my idea. With how many Which is the beginning of some self-sabotaging decisions we'll line out right now. Um, so there were five of us. Mm-hmm. Um, in a, what Airbnb listed as a two bedroom apartment, two bedroom, one bathroom apartment, but what I would call, um, a one bedroom apartment with an extension closet (laughs) that had two beds, two twin beds in it also. And there were six of you. There were five of us, but there were three beds. So if you'd like to do the math on that one, I haven't Mm -hmm. taken a math class since high school, but, um. That's too few beds for too many. Yeah, that would be the answer to that. Um, problem. So, Bo, who was there with us, who, should I say, can I say his full name? I won't do it. Bo. I guess we could change names. We've never really discussed this. Too late now. Oh, it's a new situation. It's out there. Sorry, Bo. Bo, Jeff, who we know as our, um, intern music provider, beer drinker, Mm -hmm. um, was also there, and a few other people, because like I said, there were five. Mm -hmm. Um, Bo had brought a mattress, on his car across the country. So he had a bed. And then there were two other people in twin beds, which left, um, the math answer is two people to share a bed. So I was sharing a bed with another person. Um, and I was like, this is fine. I can totally do this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like saving everyone. And, uh, I'm sacrificing. Cause... Was it, what size was the bed you were sharing? It was a full bed. Okay. It's in a full bed, sharing a full bed. And like I said, if we can backtrack, I signed up for the Airbnb for a month <laughs> because I thought it was a responsible decision because I was too worried that we would never find a place to lease without like giving a month time. Mm-hmm. That's on me. So that month and that Airbnb, like, I don't know, I don't know how it could have gone worse. Like, I don't like, ter- like picking it apart, really don't know how like, uh, it could have been a worse situation than it was to move here. It, we all started as friends. Mm-hmm. This is like the beginning of a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> we all started Except as Except for there's friends. no villain. It's just like all Maybe of Maybe I'm the villain. <laughs> um, so we all started as friends and like, of course, like living in probably, I want to say 200 square feet of space. Um, it like just got really mm-hmm. heated and like only one of us had a job. So the yeah. rest of us were like just there all just day. Just like brewing. Brewing <laughs> and, and like figuring out like, I'm sure like everyone does this, but like, 
fake reasons to be mad at each other. Mm. And then, like, I had the added bonus of the person I was sharing a bed with, like, was maybe bored. I don't know. But, like, decided that they really weren't going to like me. Yeah. And maybe that's a story for another time. But, (laughs) like, violently decided they weren't going to like me. And I was like, oh, so now we're up to the part of the story where I was like, maybe I'll die in Los Angeles. (laughs) Maybe I won't have to worry about being a success or not because I'll just die here. I've actually had those moments The papers wouldn't even run my name because I was so new. Mm. So (laughs) that was like my first month. So terrible. Obviously, like things have looked up from there relatively. But I, so it's like so crazy for me to think about you guys like seeing photos from like the first month of us living here and like not immediately picking up that we all wanted to die. <laughs> How was your first month? I think my first month. You had us, so pretty fucking stellar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah. My first month was um, not that scary. However, um, I was like staying in this Airbnb, which was pretty nice, but then I would like come and sleep on your floor all the time because I just wanted to like be around people. Yeah, we were like, does she like like, beds? (laughs) This very nice bed to sleep in in my Airbnb that I was paying way too much money for, but like I just wanted to like watch Sex in the City and sleep. Maybe the lesson is no Airbnbs. Yeah, maybe the first month of moving to Los Angeles instead. I don't know, but um, I actually got a job like pretty quickly after moving here and at first I was like this job is great I have a job I have a title I'm this is the best thing ever I told everyone about it and then I it like similarly took a turn for the worse where it was like not what I expected at all and at least I was getting paid but like it was just like me and my boss and like she got crazier by the day and I was like is this lady gonna like kill me if I quit and I not not only for that reason, but, like, multiple times since moving here, I've been like, am I going to die in Los Angeles? Is the reason that I don't know what my future is because I don't have one? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, first month was that, and then we moved in to this apartment together, um, you, me, and Emily. And I've only woken Emily up once in the middle of the night because I was convinced that people were here to kill me. But... I definitely had that thought many more times <laughs> and just forced myself to stay in bed and not wake you guys up. So I was Good like, I guess to if I'm going to die, I'm just going to die. I don't know what to... Yeah, it's I'd fine. I'd like to tell you that feeling goes away. It probably dampens. I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, something about the first month moving somewhere mm. that things just like, I think you just have to expect a little bit of disaster, which is hard because of course you want to feel like everything's going to go perfectly. Like stars in your eyes, probably no matter where you are, because you're starting a new part of life and you want to be like, things are going to work out for me. So not to take like the cynical turn, but I'll do it. (laughs) Is it better to like think that things might not go well? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's realistic to think like, I might have a hard time and I have to be prepared for it. And clearly like neither of us really were. Yeah. But also I've heard a lot of people, not that we've necessarily had any great successes to be bragging about yet, but I've like uh, how listened. You? <laughs> I'm have speaking listened for myself here. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I've, I like a resounding thing I hear with a lot of like successful people whose interviews I listen to. And also like something that I would say is true about this move 
here or anywhere is that like a lot of times it helps to be naive going into these things and like not know everything terrible that's about to happen to you because otherwise why in the hell would you do it in the first place like I think that I um was riding on optimism and like the idea that I would survive anything because this is where I'd wanted to be for a year for like a very long time and that optimism like may have gone away a little bit recently but like that was after I was kind of comfortable and I'd figured myself out a little bit. So yeah, it helped me survive. I think I agree with that because if I think, I think if I had given myself any more time to really think about the decision to move across the country, I think I would have come to those conclusions like, Oh my God, am I going to find an apartment? Am I going to like, what am I going to do if I can't find a job in enough time? Mm -hmm. And maybe then I wouldn't have done it. And like, ultimately I'm glad that I moved. Same. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, after all of that, are you glad? That here's you the didn't thing, and up? here's, and Do maybe, like, this is a conclusion. Here's a conclusion we can maybe come to, or I can come to, in a difference between, like, me being a year ahead of you, Lord help me, mm-hmm. is that I honestly, as, like, hard as it was, and it has, like, bad feelings as I can remember of it, and as stressful and emotional and depressing we'll see where this goes, <laughs> that, it, that it got a year later. And like, I know this will like only become more true as time passes. I don't really remember the specifics as much. Right. Like I know what happened. I know it was difficult, but like, I don't remember the day to day. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like how you hear about your brain erasing, erasing trauma, childbirth yeah. or something. Yeah. It's like I, I birthed a big bad situation Yep, and now I can't remember its name. Right. So, but yeah. I don't know if that's like a, like an optimistic way to look at it or what, but it, when things are difficult and my take is that they will be difficult in some way for you if you're if you're changing your status quo, Mm -hmm. you might not remember later. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you doing? (laughs) Haven't we already been here? Um, I feel like I've been, this is so like cliche and cheesy, but I feel like you definitely learn a lot about yourself in these like hard times. Oh my god, I hate myself. But like in times where you have no idea what the fuck is going on and you start to like, for me personally, I have always been like a relationship person and that's something that I've definitely like felt while I've I've been out here is I've been like looking for somebody to like comfort me and somebody to like, whether it's like a best friend or a boyfriend or whatever, I've been like so wanting to just like depend on somebody to make me feel better about everything. And that's, like, a huge learning lesson for me because as easy as it would have been for me to, like, maybe not move to Los Angeles and, like, stay with one of my, like, college boyfriends or something and, like, live a nice little cozy life, like, I never would have been completely satisfied doing that. That's just not who I am. And so this is, like, important for me to learn how to, like, not wake up my roommates in the middle of the night when I'm scared and how to, like, be a big girl and stand on my own. And I'm still, like honestly having a really hard time with that and I know that you and Emily are like so tired of hearing me talk about boys well, all the time. <laughs> I will I will say that from like an objective viewer standpoint as objective as I, as I can be, you were doing like 100 percent better than, <laughs> than we were at this time last year. 
Emily's nodding. She agrees. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> you're doing great. So how are you feeling a year plus in? I'm feeling okay. Yeah. I mean, I we have talked about this before too, but there isn't anything in my personality that isn't going to be like, what's next? Right. But I feel a lot more solid. It feels super great to have a regular income mm. because I did not have that for a long time. Mm. I would just like stare at the walls in our little studio apartment and like eat one piece of pasta at a time and think like, you get three pieces of pasta tonight <laughs> and four tomorrow. Just kidding. I had all the pasta I wanted, but I, it's nice to know like that stress, like financial stresses mm-hmm. to be less. And also you shared a studio apartment with another I human did for a year and yeah. so did Emily. Yeah. So like, that's even another, though I live you know what? in a if dining we're room, I have my own room. If we're dispensing advice, figure out a way <laughs> to, to have your own space. Yeah. It's not worth the hundred bucks a month you save, but yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like more organized. I'm doing more of the stuff I want to do. I feel like I have, I'm like working towards something and like definitely a year ago did not feel like that at all. I was only feeling like I've made the biggest mistake. How <laughs> am I going to get out of this? Mm. So yeah, everything's all right. So basically I think the moral of the story here is that everything's all right. You will get amnesia. Right, but you also, but also, it's totally fine to feel this way now because so many of my friends I've talked to, we like go through all of the pleasantries of like, yeah, I really like my job, <laughs> everything's great, and then the minute one of us is like, but you know, man, like I don't really know what's happening here, and I kind of hate everything, and I don't know, like the other person always like echoes that back to me and is like, yeah, I've made two friends, I don't get what's happening. You know, where's like the lunch table where I know everyone and and all that. So I think it's okay. And I feel like there aren't enough people. There's like no good way to like start a conversation about how hard this is. Well, I think it's better to be honest about it. And that was one thing that was nice in that we were all miserable. Yeah. And we could like all openly talk about how hard it was to be here, which I think dug us out of it a little bit too. Mm. I had, I had like the great fortune of moving here with a group of people yeah and like being able to like be sad or like be angry or like be depressed or like miss home all like all together at the same time and if i had not had that maybe we wouldn't be having this conversation because i'd be dead just kidding um (laughs) because i don't know if i would have had like the amount of like growth that i did across Mm -hmm. the last year if i didn't have those people to talk to about how hard things were sometimes yeah I think so that's such we a have a hotline <laughs> that you can call. Call us anytime um, we need if more friends. If anything's ever hard, please send me an email. I love getting emails. Yeah, Tavis actually really likes writing emails to I strangers. I really love, I love sending emails. That's a legit that whoosh fact. noise. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's good. Oh my. But yeah, I think, I think that's a great point. Like introvert, extrovert, whoever the hell you are, you need like a group of people. Whether it's people back home that you can talk to about this or people that are like in the new place with you you know like it's okay to like be weird and try to make a friend and don't feel like you have to like be strong Mm -hmm. who are you being strong for just stop it stop it (laughs) well and that's all folks what are we talking about next time do we know we planned it out but i can't remember i don't remember either 
Uh, something. And please don't keep listening really. to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about very important things, obviously. Every time. We remember what they are. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, this has been an episode of Toast and Tea with your host, Sarah Crawford, and me, Tavis. Also, our producer, Emily. And she's our sleepy. I'm sleepy too. Lovely adult. Man, man, adult man, Jeff. Adult man, Jeff Gross. Adult man, Jeff Gross. That's him. Jeff, if you're listening, we really do think you're an adult man. <laughs> we believe you. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.